Social media gave everyone a voice. Wouldn't it be better if some people had laryngitis? It's the wisdom of Twitter. The most amazing tweets of the week. Twitter handles have been changed to protect the stupid. On Rock 107. IDs are a waste, says, birth certificate's really the most pointless thing. Why I gotta prove to you I was born? I'm right here. Honest Oversight asks, do you think like six months after Miami chose the Dolphins as their logo, they were like, oh man, sharks. The wisdom of Twitter. Someone explained it to me, 570 says, 2% milk needs a charge. Gotta be 100 or close to it to get me drinking it. Confused by Maps tweets, the USFL played this weekend. Wait, I thought the NFL was American football. Where's the NFL played? Got a point 94 writes, CrossFit is just Fight Club if the first two rules were the opposite. The wisdom of Twitter. Keep it simpleton says, I'm sick of going to two different huts to get pizza and sunglasses. Rocked 02 asks, how'd they get those heads on Mount Rushmore? Who got time to sit for that portrait? And everything's a seashell, right? If you hold empty Gatorade bottle up to the ears, you can hear sports. The wisdom of Twitter. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. People are now asking Chat GPT for medical advice, which sounds dumb, but remember, they do the same with Dr. Phil. The Green Bay Packers finalized a deal to send Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. No comment yet from Packers fans. They were all too busy devouring their body weight in bratwurst. 1,227 people played Dungeons and Dragons at a Utah mall to set a record. The record for largest gathering of guys without girlfriends. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. If you're like me, you never had one, so you really don't miss it. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Last Thursday, Elon Musk's Twitter finally followed through on its threat or plan to remove blue verification check marks from accounts that were not paying $8 a month for the Twitter blue subscription service, which Musk is counting on to become a key revenue source. But certain celebrities, including dead ones, had their blue check marks restored without approving or paying for it. But if you read their bio, it says this has a blue check mark because they're subscribing to Twitter Blue. So the question is, to blue check or not to blue check? Yeah, he's verified. Congratulations, Mr. Blue Check. By subscribing to Twitter Blue, all of your 27 followers will be quite impressed. Plus, with your low monthly donation, you're allowing a billionaire to billionaire. Like building rockets that explode upon takeoff and self-driving cars that also explode and run over small children. Sure, Mr. Blue Check, you'll be ridiculed regularly, but that's what we call engagement. And with Twitter Blue, you can overuse the American flag emoji as much as you want, all for the low cost of your self-respect. Oh, and $96 a year. But that's okay, Mr. Blue Check, because you are a verified winner. He's Mr. Blue Check. Twitter Blue, because free speech isn't free. It's time to have a little fun on the phones. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Got an email from a guy named Jesse. He said, hey, Prospector, could you prank call my wife, Trisha? I think she would enjoy it. I know I would. Maybe you could say something about our daughter who's learning to play clarinet. Her name's Tiffany. She's in sixth grade. Maybe something with that. 
you know what? That's a great idea. So I actually reached out to Jesse. I found out where they live, has an HOA, a homeowners association. So I decided to call his wife, Trisha, with a complaint about their daughter, Tiffany, and the clarinet from the homeowners association. It's another prospector prank call on Rock 107. Hello. Hi, I'm calling for Trisha Davis. This is Hi, Trisha. My name is Rick McGovern. I'm the head of the HOA here in your neighborhood. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, I know we haven't met yet, but I just wondered if you had a minute on the phone, I wanted to talk to you about an issue that I was discussing with your neighbors. Do you have a second? Yeah, what's up? How can I help you? Right. Uh, your daughter, Tiffany, is in sixth grade, correct? Yeah, she is. Okay. From what I understand from our conversations, she started playing clarinet in music class. Is this the first year they do that? Yeah, she's been working on it since school started. Okay, great. Um, neighbors have been hearing her practicing, uh, and I know she practices a lot. She's doing her best. What they thought they would do, though, is if it's okay with you, we've all pitched in money together to get her some lessons. And uh, if you'd be interested in that, I kind of just describe to you what would take place if you're okay with that. Well, she just started band classes. I'm not sure if she's ready for lessons. Well, here's, just hear me out for a second. It's not clarinet lessons. It would be magic lessons. Magic lessons? Yeah. Why magic lessons? Well, the problem is we do have a noise ordinance here in uh, and because of her practicing, it's becoming disruptive, and it's actually violating that noise ordinance in the neighborhood. So I know that she plays indoors. I know the windows are shut, but sometimes she's practicing in the garage, right? Right, but that is inside my home. No, look, I completely understand. Regardless of that, though, there is a noise ordinance, and I've got to be honest with you, it's more than wait, one wait, neighbor. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that I have more than one neighbor... Yeah. That's complaining about my daughter. Well, not complaining about your daughter. They love your daughter. They're just saying it's quite obvious, you know, clarinet's not going to be in her future, okay? And because of that, they'd like to restore that. <laughs> oh, to... my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just saying that they thought. Are you kidding me? Well, look, we didn't just want to present you with a problem. We thought we'd show up with a solution. So everybody's taking their time and money to purchase magic lessons for her. So now. My let's... daughter is 13 years right. old. Right. I mean, she's not going to be a professional, but it's just a hobby. Uh, look, that's fine, but where does that go? I mean, what do you do with that skill? Clarinet. Have you ever been at a dinner party and somebody whips out a clarinet? Nobody's excited about that, all right? Nobody even think of doing that. If you go to a party and somebody whips out a deck of cards, different story. They're doing card tricks. People love it. People are high-fiving, pouring drinks. It's fun. So, so what I'm asking is... telling me is my daughter should, not, you know, well, no. perform at a circus. They don't have magic at a circus, but maybe she wants to go into magic. Listen, David Copperfield has his own island in the Bahamas, you know? How many clarinet players do you know have got their own island? Zero. That's my point. So the clarinet is... You know what? What, I'm what? very upset that you took the time to call me about my daughter and her hobby. Um, you're definitely going to hear this. At the Listen, next I, I don't think you're being open-minded. We'd even be willing to reserve the clubhouse for her to do her first show. But you have to understand the clarinet. You know what? The next time, the next time we're going to be at the clubhouse together is when I'm going to tell the board. I don't appreciate you calling me. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. Unless you show up with earplugs, the board doesn't want to hear anything because they've already heard enough. That's what I'm trying to tell you, and I was trying to be nice you know about I'm it. I'm investing so much money into this community. I, I know. Appreciate these neighbors talking behind my back. Next time, they can talk to me directly about my daughter. I'm calling you directly. I'm on the phone with you right now. You know what? If my daughter becomes okay, the best, what if I came outside your window and played the French horn for like an hour? If you're Would doing you that on city property, I don't have the right. Right, but if it was in your yard in an HOA, you'd be like, "Aren't there some rules against this?" And there are. It's called disturbing the well, peace. Well, then, if you were in my well in the CCR. Just outside, CCR. like, rah, 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 rah. would you want to hear that all day long? So You'd want to stick something in your ears. Rah, 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 rah. 
I mean, come on. You know what? I don't appreciate this. I don't appreciate this. I will talk to well, the I'll tell you what. board regarding that. Uh, quite honestly, let me, let me tell you something. If this were a prank call, it's the only way I'd feel better about it, honestly. Prank call? Are you playing a prank on us with the clarinet? Well, are you playing a prank call with this phone? <laughs> Actually, I am. My name's Prospector. It's a prank call. You're on Rock 107 right now. Oh this is not God. real. <laughs> I can't. This is too much. I got you so good, though, man. You got so heated. <laughs> your husband, Jesse, gave us your phone number and said your daughter's him. playing the clarinet. I'm going to kill him. Oh, my God. I was ready to go to the floor and rip him a new one. <laughs> Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A vet in Pennsylvania saved a poodle named Toodles after it somehow overdosed on opioids. They gave him Narcan and he's already made a full recovery. It sounds like his owner may have been using fentanyl, but Toodles is now being put up for adoption. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Socially awkward and a little hot-headed, Prospector gets himself into a lot of weird situations and doesn't always handle himself well. This guy is really a jerk. Please help him learn from his mistakes. It's time for Am I a Jerk? On Rock 107. I really do need to learn from my issues, my mistakes. So last week, I'm dog sitting, watching my uh, stepdaughter Allie's dog, Betty. I take Betty for a walk over by Marywood University. And now Betty's a jumpy, nervous dog, right? And this lady pulls up rather quickly, which scares Betty. And she leans out the window, do you know where Ruse Lane is? I'm like, Ruse Lane? No, I'm sorry, I don't know it. She rather tersely replies, you don't know where Ruse Lane is? Like, somehow I ought to know everything in the world ever. So I said, no, I don't, but I have a phone, and I could Google it for you if you weren't such a bitch about it. Good luck finding it. Then she called me a bleeping jerk and speeds off. So I ask you, does that make me a jerk? What do you think? Christina, check it in on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector, says, filter, dude, filter. A wee bit of a jerk. Eric says, you're not a jerk. You get what you give. She gave attitude and she got it back, right? Karen uh, from Warrior Run on the Rock Lines, am I a jerk? No, you're not a jerk. Um, unfortunately, people don't realize how they speak to other people, which is pretty sad because it doesn't cost anything to have manners. But no, you are not a jerk on this one. Okay, Karen says I'm not a jerk. What do you say, Rock 107? Am I a jerk? No, 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 not a jerk. <laughs> I, did, I did the same exact thing. You're absolutely right, brother. I'm absolutely right on this one. Uh, Marie says, semi-jerk. I think it would have been more tasteful and still to the point to have said, no, I don't know where it is. Why does that surprise you since you also don't know? Okay. That's the way Marie thinks it. Denise says, you're not a jerk. Once you said you didn't know where it was, she should have just thanked you and driven off. Uh, on to open mic from the Rock 107 app, trying to find out if I'm a jerk. Hey, Prospector, this is Dave from Dunmore, and you are a jerk, you yambag. A jerk and a yambag, according to Dave from Dunmore. Barb says, no, you're not a jerk. She had an attitude which she shouldn't have had. All right, let's find out. Definitive word here. You know, she comes up, she's like, you know where Ruse Lane is. I'm sorry, I don't know where it is. You don't know where it is? And I call her a B and blah, blah, blah. Does that make me a jerk? You're not a jerk on this one. What you should have done was gave her the wrong directions when she was being so ignorant. 
<laughs> yeah, send her on a wild goose chase. Oh, I know white where Ruse Lane is. You're a little ways away from it, though. Get back on 81, go seven miles, take the exit, make a left, go 12 miles down that road, make a right. That would have been awesome. I wish I had thought of that. But in the question today of am I a jerk for when the lady said, do you know where Ruse Lane is? And I said, I'm sorry, I don't. And then she says, you don't know where Ruse Lane is? And when I said, well, I could Google it for you if you weren't such a beep. Does that make me a jerk? And this one is close, one of the closest ones ever. But according to you, Northeast PA, by a mere percentage point, I am not a jerk. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. As decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Most of us love a good steak or a burger, but resorting to violence for meat is just plain crazy. Larry Jean Day, 70 years old, of Springfield, Missouri, walked into a store and went to the closed meat department and started packing his own steaks. When an employee approached him and told him he couldn't do that, Larry pulled out a gun and demanded the meat. Gay told police he went to Price Cutter to buy steaks and told the good man who was helping him he needed to weigh the steaks. However, the meat department was closed. Gay said at that point he showed his gun just to say, I'm not stealing. I need you to help me here to get a couple of these steaks. I'm not going to hurt you. Well, thankfully, the clerk was able to call police who quickly arrived on the scene and arrested Larry out in the parking lot. The man is now facing charges for first-degree robbery and armed criminal action. Nominee number two. You hear of Halloween candy being tampered with, but it actually happened with groceries. A teenage employee at a Lehigh County grocery store is facing charges for putting needles in food. Yeah, you heard that right. Needles in food. According to NBC Philadelphia, this clown thought it would be funny to put needles in food items at the store where he worked. Thankfully, the store caught on to this guy's antics and contacted police. Out of an abundance of caution, the company has removed some products from the shelves at its Trexeltown store where this happened. The company said customers who bought items from that store and suspect product tampering should notify police and return the items to the store for a full refund. The teen, who the store referred to as a now former employee, has been ID'd and will face charges, according to state police. And the winner is... The man who threatened a supermarket worker with a gun after he was told the butcher shop was closed. You are the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Stay tuned for all the nominees for Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day weekday mornings right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.